figuring out work-life balance is super hard. I mean, just forget work-life balance. Think about all the other things you have to bring into the equation. Family, relationships, physical, mental health. I mean, there are a lot of, well, there are a lot of me's. How do we find the happy medium, give attention to what needs to be given attention to, and still keep our brain happy? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Efrain Rivera is from Panama, but he says he lived most of his life in the U.S. He is a, quote, life observer and loves to develop frameworks for everything. He believes it makes life easier and more fulfilling. He recently wrote a book called The Me of Tomorrow, and today he's going to explain to us why this mental health technique might make our brain happy. And it's it's a little odd, y'all. What if I told you there were multiple use? I mean, it's kind of wild, right? When I think of me, I think there's only, well, there's only one me. The idea first came to me when I wanted to run my first marathon. And I understood that in order to run it faster, something had to be given up. Am I going to spend less time with my family or am I going to spend less time at work? And then I started thinking, wait a minute, I'm a person that likes to run a marathon. So that's like a selfish me. And then I said, I go to work. So that's a man at work that, of course, I needed in order to sustain the Mimi. And then I had a me family. And then in thinking more about this, I said, wait a minute, there is also a me community and friends because I'm part of a community. And then I tend to be a spiritual person. And I said, but there's also a spiritual me. And I started thinking all of this model of the work-life balance is actually a very simplified version of who we are. We're actually five people. And, um, and we all, each one of us only has 24 hours. So we divide 24 hours between those five me's. And, and, and the other thing that I realized, Heather, was that when you found somebody that was very successful at something, you heard stories about what it took for them to be successful at that me. And then there was another me that sacrificed for that me to be successful. And then I started living my life always mindful of all of those other me's. The me, me, for example, if there is no healthy me, me, there's, there's a me, me that doesn't sleep well, that doesn't eat well, that doesn't take care of trying to do some, some exercise. How can I be effective at work? How can I be a good husband, father, son, brother? And how can I help the community if I'm not healthy? So it all became uh, very clear. And I'll, I'll tell you one more thing and I'll stop. Then I started thinking, how do I optimize a life that has only 24 hours? And then the idea came to me that what if I spend an hour doing something that impacts more than one me? Ah, that's a high return hour. If I go and I do something that I really love to do, like running, I used to run more than that when I used to, I said, if I do it with my, with my wife, then that's a me that is a me, me, and a me family. And if I do it with my children, mm-hmm. or if I played a sport with friends 
and 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 the best example if you play sports with friends from church you and you love playing basketball then it's a me me impact a me community and friends and you're probably going to have spiritual conversations on the way there or there it's a me spiritual so that's a very high return hour so that's how it that's how it happens so do you believe in like work-life balance then i do and and i think that is 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 actually five me balance <laughs> because you have to balance all of those things and and here's the thing that i have also discovered when i was a father of toddlers the mix was one when they became teenagers the mix of the five me's has to change mm-hmm. and now that my children are out of college the me the me mix changes so in a way because i have to spend less time with my children and I have my wife, who I spend all the time with, or most of the time with, the me family has actually come down a little bit. And then together as a couple, we do things that fulfill us on the me, me. Mm. But I remember when they were teenagers, I had to go to swim meets, and I had to be home early, and I had to be home for dinner. And, and so the me family had a big, a big part of me. But also it was when, when I, you know, when I was trying to, um, develop my career so probably probably some some me took a hit during those times when they were 14 15 years old because I probably spent that less time with the community with my friends but but it, it, it all it all is a lot better Heather if you do it consciously in other words if you yeah. if you are aware of what you're giving up I remember I decided to run five hour marathons because three and a half hour marathons took five extra hours a week and I wasn't willing to give up my family or time at work. So I said, I'm going to be a five-hour marathon runner. And that was it. And that was a choice I made. I like this model because the work-life balance thing seems so broad because what is life? Uh, come exactly. on, life. <laughs> so you said, correct me if I'm wrong, we have health, we have relationships, we have community, we have work. And then did, what was the fifth one? Spiritual. Spiritual. Okay. So how many for you personally, and I'm sure this is different based on the individual, can you kind of focus on prioritize at a time? Yeah, that's, uh, that's really important. So at this point in my career, I still work, right? So there is a, an amount of me that has to dedicate uh, to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say I put in 50 hours a week of work. And then there has to be an amount of time that I think about myself and I only think about it in, in the physical health, but also in the mental health. For example, reading about how to manage stress, um, which is a mental health, um, and meditating and so on, that I'm, I'm conscious of that. Then I got to spend time and, and continue working on my relationship with my wife and make it stronger and stronger every day because we have a, I want to always have a great marriage. And then I have some time for my spiritual life and then friends and community. So it all, it all, um, I would not say that's the order in which I, I, they're prioritized, but I am mindful that I spend quality time with my wife. I dedicate the right amount of time that I have for work. I take care of myself. I take care of my spirit. And then, uh, and then I go out and I, I do what I can to make the world a better world. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's how I think about it. You, you got to have this framework. Otherwise, when you do the work-life balance, Heather, you have a great job and then you be a great father or a great you know, mm-hmm. person at home, but then you, don't, you forget about 
working out or you don't help the community or you don't have time to to have uh, some spiritual angle to yourself. So you may think you're doing well because you are a great family person and a great professional, but you may end up having unhealthy habits that eventually get on the way of these other two persons you have to be. Like you said earlier, that just becoming conscious of this is helpful. Um, accountability to that, I guess, of bringing this into your awareness and being accountable to this this philosophy. What framework do you have for that? How do you kind of keep yourself on track with acknowledging all these different me's? <laughs> that's a very good. Uh, that's a very good question. I think the the for me, what helps is when I have a goal, I share it with people. Hmm. And, I, and when you share with people, for me, it elevates my desire to get that goal done. Mm-hmm. So I always, uh, for example, in my, in my marriage, my, my wife, we, I've always told her that I want to be the best husband I can be and I want to have a great marriage. And so whenever I do something that is off, the, the, off track, she says, hey, that's not a good husband behavior. That's not a good. Uh, that's not a good uh, marriage behavior. And and so and so she called me on it. And and on the health part as well. And she's. Uh, uh, I think I think that person that holds me accountable a lot is uh, is that person uh, who I'm married to. Uh, so so um, that's how I do it. But um, uh, I believe my friends also help me uh, stay accountable because I've told them about the model. And I'll tell everybody that, w- that is willing to listen about the model. Uh, that's how the book got started because somebody in 10, 10, 12 years ago said, you ought to write a book about this. And so, so yeah, so that's, uh, I think, sharing it, Heather. Net, net, share it with people, share it with your goals, share your desire to be balanced and ask them, hey, when you don't see me balanced, let me know. You can pick up Efrain's book, at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, everything's linked up in the show notes. Again, it is called The Me of Tomorrow. Please make sure you check it out. But before we go, Ephraim, anything else? On the mental health side, I, I talked about it, but I think I super want to emphasize it, which is meditating, for example, is so helpful. Um, they, they, there's studies that say that your, your heartbeat slows down more when you meditate than when you actually sleep. Mm. So it tells you about the power of that, bringing the, the body down, slowing down, mm. learning how to meditate. That's the one thing that I um, that has helped me a lot in the last few years. I tend to be a person that my mind races, not because I'm stressed, but just because I like to think and I like to think about this. And that's this one thing that has helped me to slow down. And I know slowing down the body is a good thing from time to time. Slowing down the body is a good thing. I love that. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, y'all, whether it is tapping into the supernatural for your mental health, healing your brain with stimulation, or tapping into your other me's for a more balanced life, we just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.